0: Hey everyone, this is Zach and Matt, and here on episode 3 of Millennial Light, we'll be talking about beach destinations.
1: And some of our favorite food trucks. But before we get into it, I want to issue you a warning. This episode does contain excessive shouting out. Welcome back everybody, Millennial Light Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your co-host, Matt Smith, here with my wonderful partner, Zach Morrison, aka Zach Morrison. Make sure you spell his name correctly, Z-A-C-K, not H. Isn't that right, Zach? That's right. Zach Moe <laughs> is not here. Zach
0: Moe <laughs> is in the building today. Matt I'm excited to get on the podcast with you today and touch on food trucks. Love food trucks. I know you're not a huge fan of them. Yeah, no, unless it's 3 a.m. in the morning. I mean, they're not really Uh my go-to spots. Hey, food trucks, 3 a.m., I love you. I love you all the time. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, it tastes a little different, I got to (laughs) say. But I do have a couple favorite food trucks. I'm sure you do, too. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's a... I mean, the food truck scene has really taken off over the past five to ten years. I mean, it's... It's incredible. I mean, it, it has to do with convenience. Millennials, shout out. I know you all love convenience. Heck yeah. And it also has to do with the consumption of alcohol. Shout out to all the breweries
1: out there mm-hmm. bringing in the food trucks. Absolutely. Did you see that movie on Netflix a couple years ago with uh, John Favreau, I believe? Chef, I think it was called. It was actually all about food trucks. No, I missed it. I didn't see that. It's really funny. Check that one out. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it
0: out. Shout out to Netflix for coming in. (laughs) I mean, on those morning hangovers after nothing but breweries and food trucks, you got my back. So what was it
1: called again? I think it was called Chef. It's pretty good. I've watched it a couple times.
0: Okay, well you haven't steered me wrong in the past. Shout out Peter's Kitchen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And run through some of your favorite food trucks, Matt. All right. Well, I love seafood. So my one of my absolute favorites that I actually have chased around a little bit is Monster Lobster. They do uh, like a traditional lobster roll from Maine, and they actually do one where they pour lobster bisque over top of it. So just a lot of lobster. Uh, they have a Facebook page, so definitely check them out. Uh, I also love uh, – Colombian Burger, which is kind of a food truck that they just have downtown. They're almost always downtown, right near uh, Gringos Locos. They're fantastic, particularly after frequenting some of the establishments downtown. Um, another one that I really, really like is kai Fi, which is like Chicago and Philadelphia. So they have. You know the traditional like chicago sandwich right next to a philly and they kind of do hybrid stuff too so those are some of my three favorites what about you zach hey shout out to monster lobster
0: yeah, absolutely yeah i've never had it before but it's cool. fun to say it sounds it like it'd be really fun to say like i'd be off on a tangent with that at 3 a.m you definitely would i've actually had the uh, the burger truck that's that's the one i'm talking about that's you have my back at 3 a.m you after going out do. downtown and that place is packed at 3 a.m. too. The line is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a drunken mess. It's really <laughs> a lot of fun. I mean, there's people just piling over each other for this burger. So mm-hmm. you got me in the clutch there. Uh, some of my favorite food trucks, the Korean barbecue taco box. That's a good one. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will say this is one food truck that I will absolutely have at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> Actually, my top three. I would all eat these these food. I would have these food trucks, um, you know, cuisine any time of the day. Number two on my list, Tamale Co. Food truck. Uh, you're coming in with some delicious Mexican food. They have uh, a tamale combo where you can have the green sauce and the red sauce. Okay. Side by side, two different tamales. Clutch. Delicious. And rounding out my top three is Badass Sandwiches. So they actually have a they have a physical location as well. Uh, their sandwiches, again, like good, just perfect hangover food. The first time I had it, I think it was like 1 p.m. in the afternoon after a night of drinking. Uh, went well into the morning. Shout out the badass sandwiches for having my back.
1: Oh, they're great, and they're in that old Seven Bites location right on Primrose, I believe. I, yeah, that is their location now. They're they're really good. I love that place as well.
0: Yeah, it's right next to the the new Seven Bites
1: location. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a
0: good strip of of food centers right it there. Is. And imagine that there's a total wine right across the street. So if you do need to catch a little buzz right before (laughs) or after
1: or after. Yeah. Shout out to Orlando. No shortage of alcohol or food. We're getting more every day, too. Zach, what's a what's a good location to kind of find these food trucks? I know they do what's called like a food truck rally. Yeah, they do. I'm pretty sure we have the same one in mind. Uh, You won't
0: find me frequenting these, but shout out to Mm -hmm. the Milk District for having Tasty Takeover. Tasty Takeover. That's a good one. Yeah, they have, I think it's like 14 or 15 different food trucks that come in. Is it every
1: Tuesday? Uh, No, I think it's either the first or the last Tuesday of the month. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either because you won't find me there. But (laughs) go
0: check out their Facebook page. Uh, Again, Food Truck Scene, Tasty Takeover in the Milk District. It's a lot of fun. I mean, if there's a good cause going out there, let us know because you'll find Millennial Light out at whatever charity function or just, you know, support local businesses. So shout out to the food trucks out there. Matt?
1: What else do we have in store for the people today? Well, we're absolutely going to be talking about some wonderful vacations on the East and West Coast that we're going to be discussing that are right around $500. The pricing is going to be up to you, but we're going to give you some good suggestions to keep that uh, that price down because I know as a millennial, your budget's tight. And ironically enough, guess who's
0: covering the East Coast of Florida? I I know you're going to bring us down to South Florida, Matt.
1: Mm, No, not this time. No? Not Not this this
0: time? time? All right, well, I'll be bringing us out to the Gulf Coast, and just because uh, Matt over here won't step foot in Palm Beach County without a a significant (laughs) reason, I'll throw in a South Florida beach for you. All right, that sounds like a plan, Zach. So let me go ahead and start us off out at the Gulf Coast. So one of my favorite beaches out there is St. Pete Beach. It's a super relaxing beach. It's beautiful out there. There's there's a ton of nice resorts. And, you know, speaking of of craft beer, um, there's a... The downtown scene over there in St. Pete is a lot of fun. There's a lot of breweries over there. Yeah, there I've is. Heard that. And there's a phenomenal burger spot. Uh, shout out to Steve. Steve, you know who you are. <laughs> He's a St. Pete native, and he really told me all about the different places over there. Uh, shout out to Three Daughters Brewery. Have you been out there before? I haven't, no. It's an incredible location, so you're going to step out there. They have some really good brew. I mean, you have darts, ping pong, cornhole, giant connect four. They have live music out there. Uh, their hangout area is right next to their giant brew hub. Oh, cool. So it's a really cool spot just to hang out for the day. So definitely number one on my list for the, for the Gulf Coast is St. Pete Beach. So before I get on to the next one, where are you bringing us out onto the
1: East Coast? I'm bringing in New Smyrna Beach. So their uh, their new travel motto is vacation where the locals vacation and that's absolutely true so being a Central Florida native you know when I was younger I can remember going out there and spending spending vacations there for the summer so it's awesome it's about hour, hour and ten away from, from downtown so it's not too far at all depending on traffic on I-4 obviously Um, but there's tons of great stuff to do out there the beaches are awesome there's still portions of it that you can drive on if you're not interested on that you can hit all the way down to the end of a1a and pick up the Canaveral national seashore it's usually five dollars in there you want to get there early because there's six parking lots and they do fill up there's no cars allowed you're also not going to have to worry about the beach patrol if you bring a cooler so that's a huge fact at least for me i don't know about you i definitely enjoy that well i heard is, is it a dry beach out there Uh, So it is dry if you're on the part where you can drive. It's definitely dry. And the Beach Patrol will, they will ding you. They will ding you. Well, shout out to Millennial Light for having koozies. Absolutely. Keep those beers cold. Shout out to Millennial
0: Light for having those koozies. It'll go ahead and hide your beer from the Beach Patrol. Again, we don't condone any
1: illegal activity, but we will provide you koozies to do what you need. Absolutely And real quick Rounding out New Smyrna Beach My favorite place to eat there Is actually on the way back From Canaveral National Seashore On A1A It's JB's Fish Camp It's a little local restaurant You can rent a kayak Or a paddleboard. board uh, They usually have manatees There I've seen dolphins there A bunch Usually right around sunset uh, You can go there And you can have A great fish sandwich They've got Really, all the food's really good. And uh, believe it or not, they actually have rock shrimp, which are something that's kind of like a cross between a lobster and a shrimp, and it tastes really good. They're kind of hard to find. So definitely check out JB's Fish Camp. You can't miss them, they have a big sign that's in the shape of a crab on the side of the road. So uh, definitely check them out, and again, get there early, because they do fill up as well.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. I've never been out to New Smyrna Beach. Uh, one place that I have been out to is Clearwater. Clearwater's a lot of fun. I mean, there's a, there's a ton it of is. space out there. I mean, as far as going out and finding parking, I mean, you might have to circle around a little bit if it's a bright, sunny, beautiful day. Uh, there's a lot of different bars. It doesn't have that St. Pete local feel, but it's a good place to go on the Gulf Coast just because there, there's so much beach to go to. Uh, you're going to find, again, those long beaches because you're on the Gulf Coast, so it, mm-hmm. you know, there's a ton of white sand out there. Clearwater, when I was out there, surprisingly, wasn't so clear. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but it may have just been the day that was that I was there. I had a lot of fun. One more spot that I want to drop on the list for you is Fort DeSoto. So that's actually south of St. Pete Beach. Uh, some other places, trips to discover that made the short list uh, from a travel blog here in Florida. Siesta Key, Fort Walton Beach, Pensacola Beach, Sanibel Island. I have been it's to beautiful. Sanibel Island. Have you beautiful. been there before? Oh, beautiful, beautiful beach. So it's actually one of the fishing capitals of Florida. You have to go out there check it out. It's beautiful. Uh, Map where else do you have for us over there on the East Coast?
1: So I got another one for you, Cocoa Beach, otherwise known as uh, Port Canaveral. You see all the cruise ships, the terminals there, and then you also be able to see some, used to be NASA launches, now it's SpaceX over there. Um, kind of same feel to New Smyrna Beach, but the difference there is you've got all the cruise terminals, you've got NASA, and you've got a little bit more of kind of like the quiet beach town, just because you can't drive on the beach. So there's some great restaurants there. My favorite is Rusty's on the Harbor. Definitely go there. Definitely get their fried shrimp basket. And the thing that's interesting about Cocoa Beach is it's actually a barrier island. So you can actually get an Airbnb for pretty cheap, right around $100 a night actually on the island. So you're like maybe five, 10, tops 15 minutes walking from the beach. So there's no driving on the beach, but you can get a bike and actually ride on the beach, which is pretty cool. Have you ever ridden your bike on the beach, Jack? I've never ridden my bike on the cool. beach
0: out there. It sounds like a lot of fun. Cocoa Beach, that's been my hometown beach since uh, I've moved up here to Central Florida. Did you hit coconuts? Uh, coconuts on the beach. I that's mean, That's a fun spot. That's why. I mean, back when I was you know, still attending UCF go nights. Go nights. Uh, that's where the party was. For an entire summer, spent uh, the my time on the beach out there. It was a blast, man. It, it's a party on the beach. I mean, mm-hmm. there's tents lined up. Of course, football season isn't going on, so where is everybody going to go party? You're going to hit the beach, man. That's and right. And
1: Light will be out there at Coconuts on the Beach. Definitely we will release a date for you, but we will be there at Coconuts on the Beach.
0: Yeah, shout out to Coconuts on the Beach. Starting the party atmosphere, keeping it going. There's some beach volleyball out there. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to find, you know, and on, so if you're entering on the beach, the right side, it's going to be your rough and rowdy side. And on the left, it gets a little bit quieter. So just uh, keep a lookout for us. We're going to be, of course, we're going to be on the rowdy side, Matt.
1: Absolutely. Millennial Light will be there, and we will be
0: getting rowdy. Yeah, come get some koozies. Check out our tanks. Make sure you show up to the beach with a tank, and then come find us out there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's uh, that pretty much covers it for this episode, wouldn't you think? Do we, we want to talk about some weekend cruises?
0: Yeah. No, we absolutely want to talk about some weekend cruises. Shout out to TropicalVibesTravel.com. Brent and Kim will have you taken care of. They have some of the best cruises on there. You know if you're looking at luxury cruises, Disney cruises, if you want some weekend getaways, if you want some great group rate packages, you've got to go to TropicalVibesTravel.com. That's a great name. Great name. Yeah, it's a great time. I mean, they'll get you set up. They'll have all the, the scoop for you on the ship
1: as awesome. well as the excursions because, I mean, half the time you're off the boat. Yeah, and that's a big part of cruising, too, that a lot of people may not may not think about is what you're going to do off the boat. You know, you can just get off and, you know, hit up a beach bar or something. But if you have a family, you, you probably want to plan for an excursion off the boat.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of different things to do. I mean,
1: my the only cruise I've been on, I was in Ocho Rios. Okay out there the Duns River Falls have you been able to take a trip out there I've actually never been to Jamaica but I have seen that on the travel channel and it looks awesome
0: <laughs> so some other all-inclusive vacations such as a cruise you can go find some resorts out there in Jamaica Dominican Republic Puerto Rico the list is really endless I mean we're blessed to be here in Florida it is. I have all these local beach spots as the well as everything some cruises that are nearby
1: mm-hmm yeah they're pretty close too. and if you like gambling uh, actually out of Port Canaveral by Cocoa Beach there is the uh, star cruise that goes out and it'll just take you out in international waters. You can gamble and it'll come back. So it's a couple hours. It's usually pretty cheap. Um, And they do do the traditional casino where if you're gambling, it's free drinks. So definitely take advantage of that one. Yeah, you
0: have to. And if you're tired of gambling or you lost all your money, go hang out. They have $5 rum buckets at the top (laughs) of the boat. That's a good thing to know. I know you'll see you have to ship there by hour three of that trip. lost all their money. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Matt, it's been fun talking with
1: you about food trucks and beach locations man absolutely that's some why some good we vacations. live here heck yeah some good vacations and you know it doesn't always have to be an expensive vacation i know disney can be quite pricey but there's definitely some alternative options and you really get to see some really cool parts of the state no for sure hey south florida i didn't forget about you i no. almost did shout i was out. trying to i was trying to make
0: it for you me. heard him. you heard him. you thought he covered all the east coast beaches shout out to my hometown beach juno beach juno beach pier i've actually been there see guys he's in <laughs> he's in So Juneau Beach, you can catch some surfing there if the waves (laughs) are just right about two days a year. Uh, Some good fishing off the pier, but uh, some good times. Just down the road from that Marcinski Beach, you have where you can bring your dogs out there. It's a blast. And the more and more we talk, the more and more you'll hear that Matt Smith goes to South Florida.
1: I don't know about that one, but I have been to that beach, and it is quite nice.
0: Awesome. Hey, man, I want to say thank you for delivering another great episode right back at you buddy we're on
1: our way to 200 let's keep it going so you guys have any questions reach out to us interact with us online and definitely like us on facebook and on instagram talk to you guys soon